the COVID vaccine. Vaccines that help one's body develop immunity to the deadly virus that causes COVID-19. In a rapid race to market, there are currently nine COVID vaccines that have been authorized for administration around the world and over 50 others in various phases of clinical trials. The nature of the approved vaccines, at least in the US, is different from many other vaccines and their ability to prompt the body to recognize and protect from the virus without requiring its recipients to contract the illness itself. The US is currently the world leader of COVID cases, with its total confirmed cases surpassing 25 million. The urgency for a cure is stronger than ever, but only about 10 million of its 330 million citizens have been vaccinated so far. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'm gonna to be sitting down with people who have received some of the first COVID-19 vaccines to learn the truth about these rapidly evolving vaccines and their side effects. Were these vaccine recipients eager to be among the first to receive a vaccine for this destructive disease, or were they fearful of what they were subjecting their bodies to due to the lack of long-term testing? Was the vaccination process simply standard clinical procedure, or were the horrifying conspiracies correct in warning us about the painful and brainwashing side effects that could lead to the destruction of humanity? Hello, Madison. Hello. Ben. Hey, Anthony. How are you? Mike. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for coming on here and teaching me about the world of receiving the COVID vaccine. Yeah, sure. No problem. Happy to be here. What would you consider yourself a COVID vaccine recipient? Someone who was at the front of the line to receive something that potentially the entire world will need to receive at some point? I just consider myself as a regular COVID vaccine recipient. A normal worker that got the chance to get it. A person that was at the right place at the right time and a COVID vaccine recipient, sure. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get to the front of the line to receive the vaccine? At the beginning of the pandemic, nobody knew what was going to happen. We didn't know what outcome was going to eventually, hopefully end this. And they said, we're working on a vaccine for this. And the minute I heard that, I started looking into it. Eventually I found a lab that said that you could sign up and mm -hmm. that's what I did. My friend actually applied. I called that number and I said, hey, you know, my friend got in and I would like to drive him. Since I'm driving him and I applied, can I go in with him? Oh. And they said, sure. It's that easy? So, <laughs> it was that easy? There you go. This there whole time. Go. I was at work one day and one of my supervisors, he, he asked me, have you taken the vaccine yet? I said, what do you mean the vaccine? Is it already available? I thought it was <laughs> you didn't even available. know that it was a thing yet. No, no. I, I thought I thought it was only open for uh, you know people in testing facilities or uh, people in clinical settings. You know, like doctors, nurses. But I do work in a lab environment that is mm -hmm. tied to a hospital. I am a IT professional at one of the larger hospitals in Colorado. I wasn't in the very first, first line, but definitely in the second line. You're sure. interacting with so many people there. This is for your safety and for theirs. That is correct. Do you remember the moment when you found out that you might be able to get this vaccine? One day I was just at work right after Christmas and my supervisor told me about it, told me that it was an option. So I uh, signed up first thing and got it. <laughs> a lot of people are on huge waiting lists or like refreshing websites to see when there might be an opening available. Right. But yeah, you were just walking around work, not even expecting it. And then you were just given the gift of vaccine. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm really grateful that I was able to get it. There are multiple types of COVID vaccines. Can you explain which specific type you received? I received the Pfizer vaccine. The Moderna vaccine. Pfizer was not the first time I tried to get the vaccine. I tried all of them. So you I submitted messaged... to, to every single one that was an option at the time? Yes, I did. Do you know how the vaccines work? 
considering this is the this is the messenger RNA type of vaccine? So it's not like a typical um, vaccine that you would get um, for like a flu shot or like a measles, mumps, rubella, or any of those types. It is uh, more of like a an immune booster. Those little spike proteins that you see on all the diagrams of COVID, they were actually able to. Uh, find a way to replicate what those protein spikes look like and mRNA that's injected into your body uh, is able to take that kind of as a blueprint to say this is what we should be attacking. Correct. What was the process like for getting your name on the list to receive the vaccine? It was as simple as going onto the website. They ask if you're allergic to any of the ingredients of the vaccine and you just uh, sign off and uh, that was it. The biggest thing for me is I'm going to be a part of this trial for the next two years. I had to sign up and say that I would go in when I needed to. Like, this is not a short-term study. This right. is going to take a period of time. You uh, also had to agree to not get pregnant to be in the that trial. Would affect, that would affect the, uh, the results that they're trying to get from you? Yes. Can you walk me through the process of what it was like, you know, showing up to get the vaccine and going through that entire process? They give you your appointment. So you walk into the hospital and your temperature is checked and everything like that, like usual. When the nurse is ready for you, um, they call you back and they ask you uh, which arm that you want it to be uh, put into so you so, have some autonomy you get a choice in this yeah you can actually have it in your rear if you want to as well um, that's what i'm doing you know what i didn't know that was an option but now that i do you know why not why not but i did have it in my left arm um and it was super quick it took like two seconds other than that it's just like any other shot they gave me a little alarm clock and they make you wait 15 minutes they make you hold an alarm clock just in case you know you have a negative reaction they could be there to help you like imagine if you just walked out, you got into your car and you started having like an allergic reaction, you know, that'd be really bad. This girl came up in my peripheral and she had this like case with her. And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so you realize it's real. There was that moment where the girl was like cleaning my arm with that alcohol and it just felt very real. This is life beforehand. Who knows what's gonna happen the moment that thing gets stabbed inside my body. I'm like, I don't know what they're giving me and yikes. However, once she actually administered it, there was just this relief of like, all right, well, here we are. No going back now. I mean, I felt something, but it wasn't even as bad as a flu shot. Before we continue learning about the world of receiving the COVID vaccine, I am so happy to announce that this video is sponsored by ExpressVPN. As you know, sponsors help us continue this series and support all the wonderful people who help make this series possible behind the scenes. ExpressVPN is an app and browser extension that not only protects your privacy and security online, but also allows you to place your device anywhere in the world as if you were actually in that region. This lets you access and unblock websites and content that you may not usually be able to see in your region at all. ExpressVPN does this by hiding your IP address and letting you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 countries. So I wanna watch Rick and Morty on Netflix. Bam, I changed my location to France. How I met your mother, now I'm in Germany. Spirited away, now I'm in Japan and it is so beautiful here. Let me tell you, these cherry blossoms are blooming so hard. ExpressVPN actually works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, Crunchyroll, and all the others, and it basically feels like you just entered a cheat code to access the entire internet. So visit expressvpn.com slash to learn more, or click the link in the description to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free.
Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Padilla for an extra three months. Support them, support us, and surf the web from anywhere in the world. Now back to the world of receiving the COVID vaccine. Did you experience any side effects after receiving the vaccine? So I was expecting some sort of pain, uh, but it didn't hurt. But the next day when I woke up, I woke up with the, with the pain and it, it's a pain that's equivalent to, I would say, kind of like a really intense workout. So, and that wouldn't necessarily even be considered a side effect. Like that's like a muscle sore from getting stabbed side effect. I woke up with the muscle ache and then as the day kind of went on, I started feeling more, more and more drowsy. And towards the latter half of the day, I developed a mild fever. It feels like when you're in the beginning stages of getting sick, you know, like the first couple of days. Yeah, where, where you you're a little lethargic, you're like something's yeah, not exactly. right. I don't know exactly what it is. It just doesn't feel good. The day after that, I woke up and I felt pretty much 80% recovered. I still felt a little bit sluggish uh -huh. and lethargic, but for the most part, the fever went away, uh, the pain in my shoulders, uh, reduced down by a lot, and uh, I felt a lot better. After that vaccine, they had to hold you for, I believe, 30 minutes. About 15 minutes later, I did kind of feel, it wasn't cold, I don't know how to describe it, but it wasn't anything crazy. The side effects didn't kick in until probably about an hour and a half after the first one. It was mostly just a sore arm. You know, I had a headache, I felt kind of lethargic. Same with any other vaccine. I didn't have any reaction whatsoever. I didn't have a fever, fatigue. The reaction that I did have was that my arm was um, very sore because uh, at the injection site, um, they injected directly into the muscle. My arm was sore for about three and a half days straight, but the nurses just told me, take Tylenol, you should be fine. So that was the worst of your symptoms afterwards though? Yeah, that was the worst for me. Were you at all nervous about getting the vaccine considering how quickly it was rushed to market and the fact that these companies that are making the vaccines are actually protected by the government and can't be sued or held liable legally whatsoever for any side effects or injuries that may incur? The fact that this has never been done in history before, it did make me skeptical, but I did do my research. Researchers, they've had experience dealing with other coronavirus variants. For example, like SARS, MERS. So it's not like they were starting off from scratch. Mm -hmm. So they had some data. Operation Warp Speed in the US, they collaborated with uh, NIH, CDC, and they invested over $10 billion. <laughs> into COVID-19 research. All those resources were funneled into one place. And they were able to rush this out super quickly. Like you said, not from scratch, but with all these other variants of coronaviruses that are not specifically COVID-19, but all these other variants, and they were able to have that baseline to, to work off of. It's like playing a new Halo game with experience with other previous Halo games. Even though it's a new game, you have experience with Halo a little bit, so you know what you're going into. I did not expect the COVID vaccine to be related to Halo, but let's be honest, everything can be related to Halo. Do you think companies should be held liable if there are any injuries or serious side effects that are incurred from the vaccines? If there are you know, serious enough side effects where it's like uh, permanent and long lasting, mm -hmm. I think uh, they should be held liable. I think it's a double-edged sword because on one hand, like you said, without that protection, the motivation for them to create a vaccine that fast would not have been there. There are 
tons of approvals that need to happen before anything can actually be approved for administration. And these vaccines have been able to get approval through all these different steps. So it sounds like it is safe, but of course, there also is, I'm sure in the back of many people's minds, that thought of these vaccines haven't been able to be tested for their long-term effects. But they can look at other vaccines that have had the uh, exact same kind of way that they attack these viruses, and they can see that those haven't had long-term effects. So while we aren't really able to see this specific kind of vaccine's long-term effects, we are able to see all the others that are like this. Also, I think it's definitely a hell of a lot better uh, getting the vaccine, suffering the effects of the vaccine than actually getting coronavirus. There's just no comparison there. Having a bad day versus <laughs> you know, potentially losing your life. Have you received your second and final dosage? Uh, no, not yet. I'm actually getting ready to go next Friday. They separate it out um, every, I think it's 28 days, depending on which company it is. I haven't gotten my second one yet. My second one, I'm uh, due to receive it next week. Can you update us on how you feel after that second dosage? Oh, for sure, for sure. I received my second dose of the vaccine about three days ago and my shoulders did hurt, but it didn't hurt nearly as much as it did the first time. I did feel fatigued the day after, but only about 50% of what I felt the first time. As of yesterday, I got the second dose and I am feeling fine. No side effects, uh, nothing at all. The second dose, didn't take as long and at that point i kind of thought that okay i got the real vaccine because part of you did think maybe i just got a saline shot maybe i was just given some kind of placebo to see what the effects would be because i do know that that was something that they were doing there was a percentage of people that received the placebo that felt fatigue did the brain cause that was just the mere fact that you were stabbed with the needle and your body's trying to you know heal that was that enough it's interesting how placebos work. There's a reason science uses this. Why is a second dose required for this vaccine? Believe for Pfizer, it's roughly 50 to 57% effective for the first vaccine. And then for the second vaccine, which is to my understanding stronger, you get that 95%. Do you feel safer now having received the vaccine? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do feel safer. There's a form of relief every anytime I go. I go. I'm, I feel. I feel a lot safer. I feel a little bit more confident that I've done my part um, to help in this pandemic and to help the people that I work with and the people that I live with, my family, my wife, and everybody that I interact with. I do feel safer. I'm living proof. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding. Here I am. That's the pudding. Yes, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> I, I got the vaccine. I've had it for months. I'm breathing. As much as pudding can. <laughs> Are you still going to continue wearing your mask and social distancing and following all the other safety protocols for COVID? Even if there was absolutely no chance of me contracting COVID, 0%, I would still wear it, you know, just for the sake of other people. You know, mm -hmm. even though I, I know I've gotten the vaccine, other people don't know. They, to, to them, I'm just a stranger walking around without a mask. And it makes sense to continue wearing the mask when like you said, we're not sure who's received the vaccine or not. It's not like the government is forcing people to wear specific uh, bracelets or wear like a badge yeah. or something. So we right. all should be wearing masks just to alleviate that anxiety from the people around us, but also to discourage people from claiming they've received the vaccine because exactly. they don't want to wear a mask. Uh, once our herd immunity has been established, I think that's when we can start talking about uh, you know, taking off masks. Yes, 100%. From what I've read, we don't know that if I should come in very close contact with COVID, 
if you know if I could spread it. We don't know that yet. Right. So until more people are vaccinated, I'm just going to play as safe as possible. There is no telling if those who have received the vaccine and who are now protected might have some possibility of becoming a host for it in some way and being able to spread it to others. It's, it's still good to protect those around you and even just to spread that message that, you know, we're all in this together. For sure, 100%. How do you feel about the fact that it's unclear how long these vaccines will last in our system and actually protect us? If the vaccine somehow kind of wears off, mm -hmm. uh, I have no doubt the government and uh, biomedical agencies, they would probably develop yearly uh, vaccine, kind of like the flu. You know mm -hmm. how you get the flu shot every flu season? Right. It would kind of be something similar to that if it was uh, short term. Or like getting your tetanus shot or getting your rabies shot. It's just like, you know, every five years, every seven years, every 10 years, you need to get these certain vaccines if you want to, to, to remain healthy. Yeah, exactly. Has your outlook on the world changed since receiving the vaccine? It's definitely given me uh, a better sense of, of hope. I can see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, I know we've yeah. got a little ways to go because we have to get everybody vaccinated, but there's that little glimmer of hope now that I didn't have before. We're making steps towards getting better. It's Luna Andrade wants to know how you feel about vaccine conspiracy theories that are out there circling around. The government's not trying to inject it to um, spy on you. Uh, if that was true, well, it's already true because you have a phone. So. <laughs> true, true. They're already spying on you. Why would they you go through the effort of injecting it in you? Yeah, you carry exactly. it willingly and you pay right. for it each month. I'm physically here. I got the vaccine and I'm okay. And a lot of the people who are making these theories and strong, you know, statements, they haven't got the vaccine and they are probably far removed from it. Do you feel like more and more people receiving the vaccine and, you know, hopefully soon everybody in every circle at least has someone that they know firsthand who has been vaccinated will, will be enough to kind of help uh, make people feel a little bit more comfortable and rather than focusing on these conspiracies? Yes, because right now the majority, that's all the information you can get. You can find good sources. But their sources. I think you need a physical person there saying, yes, I got the vaccine, I'm okay, and now I can get on with my life. Mm -hmm. There's power in that. What would you say to anyone in the comments getting ready to type that you are just a sheep who's been brainwashed by the liberals and the satanic billionaires who are trying to overthrow our nation? This is a real thing. I was here, I did this, I have pictures, I X, Y, and Z. I could only reassure people so much that this is legitimate. I mean, uh, I went home and uh, had a taco and took a nap and <laughs> like, I didn't do anything that was, I mean, you know, you I didn't, didn't do anything that crazy. You didn't go home and conspire and eat children's blood. You didn't go down into your underground bunker with all the other lizard people? No, actually, I went home and I took a nap. Disappointing, and, disappointing. So, I hate man. to disappoint you, I everyone out there. I wanted a hot there, story, but... man. I wanted this story to be the first time people were going to find out the truth. Yeah, nothing that interesting here. Sorry, just like any other flu vaccine. Well, that I'm, I'm, I'm out of here then. That's the only reason I was doing this. Goodbye. <laughs> How do you feel about a poll that was recently uh, conducted with Americans that stated that 40% of Americans would probably not get the vaccine because they don't feel 
comfortable with it, despite 70% of people in any given community being required to have the vaccine in order for herd immunity to kick in? Well, I think once it becomes more available, and like I said, once they meet somebody who's like, yeah, you know, I got both vaccines, it was just kind of, uh, you know, I didn't feel great the next day, but mm -hmm. now I can go to work, and now I could yeah. go to Disneyland, and now I could go to Paris. I think the the realization will hopefully kick in that there's more benefits than not going for this. Natalie wants to know if you could talk to anti-vaxxers, if you could talk to people who are starkly against getting a vaccine for COVID, uh, what would you say to them? Vaccines are here to help us. We pretty much eradicated measles, mumps, rubella, and this is just another vaccine to eradicate another disease. And it's not just about you. That's the most important thing. You need to think about your friends, your family, um, your co-workers. And if we thought about just us, then this would never go away. Why do you think there's so much misinformation about the vaccine? Misinformation can spread like wildfire in social media. And, you know, people, just the fact that 2020 was such a such a difficult year, I think people- It was a shit show, overall. just to put it lightly. People are also down. And, you know, when you're down, you tend to be more pessimistic. Do you think that we simply need enough popular figures to get the vaccine on camera to grow trust? And people kind of like how Elvis Presley did in 1956 on the Ed Sullivan show. He got a shot on camera to kind of encourage teenagers to get the vaccine. People see these famous people like yourself, um, you know, or any kind of influencer that's out there that's getting it, that's showing people, hey, I got it, I'm okay. I think that's going to help tremendously because people will look at these people and they'll say, hey, you know, this guy, I watch his TV show or I watch his mm. YouTube channel and he's getting the shot and he's okay. So yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, we need to get some, some big names out there that are um, getting the vaccine and I think that's gonna help big time. How confident are you that these vaccines will be the answer to all of our COVID problems? As long as we continue to take precautions, like wearing masks, social distancing, even after we've gotten the vaccine, I think I think as long as we follow the, these uh, protocols, I think uh, eventually uh, COVID-19, the pandemic is gonna dissipate and we'll be able to go back to our normal lives. All right, you got five seconds, a shout out to promote anything you want directly in the camera, go. Check out my channel and check out the links below. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Watch and Life, and follow me on Instagram, also at Watch and Life. Uh, thank you to my friends and family and everybody. And thank you to Anthony, especially for having me on the show. Subscribe to Anthony Padilla. Just leave it at that. Thank you so much, Mike. I feel like I understand the world of receiving the COVID vaccine just a little bit more. Good, thank you, I appreciate it. After spending the day with these COVID vaccine recipients, I've come to understand how much progress has been made in fighting the virus. In these wild and uncertain times, getting vaccinated is just one of the many steps you can take to protect yourself and others from COVID-19. And I'm excited for the moment I'll be able to receive the vaccine myself. See you later, bye guys. Press a like. I've seen some people online saying that people that receive the vaccines are like agents of the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have Agents not seen that one. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy theories out there. Imagine how many people would need to be silenced in order for that kind of an operation to go down. Yeah, a lot of people would have to be yeah. blackmailed or I couldn't or, even uh, I couldn't even get hostage. five people in my in my group and class to work together, let alone five million people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>